Hello and welcome to Box Office Seats. I'm your host Tyler Callahan and we got the usual numbers to go over. Movies being pushed back, pushed up, and updates in a streaming war. Let's start with those numbers. So we will first focus on China as that is where all the box office news is coming from right now. Mulan has now crashed and burned in the country, coming in at 6.5 million for the weekend. That is a 72% drop compared to last weekend, and is now at 36.2 million. It even hitting 50 million is looking less and less likely. The 800 is still in the news as Huawei Brothers, the studio behind the movie, has announced it has passed Bad Boys for Life and is now the number one movie worldwide for 2020. Now, the last numbers for the movie were around 420, sorry, 420 million, which is a few million short, so I assume the studio saw the newest reports and made the announcement before the official numbers were released. Uh, congrats to them. Uh, I know it was a very big question if a movie could even top Bad Boys with how the year went. Uh, that became very questionable by the summer, but at the very least, there was at least one movie. Now let's talk about the only other blockbuster right now, and that is Tenant. The Nolan movie is now at $214 million internationally, with $250 million worldwide. The two newest markets it opened this weekend was in Mexico and Japan, and made $850,000 and $4.3 million respectively. Domestically, on the other hand, the movie made $4.7 million in its third weekend, and has a total of $36.1 million. So like I said last week, $300 million worldwide is a lock. But past that, it'll be hard to see it to get to 400 million. If theaters in New York and the rest of California open up, I can see 350. But then internationally, the legs need to be strong. Speaking of tenant, this brings me to a story I wanted to talk about. It's nothing specific, but reports are coming out that theater owners are getting worried and are not happy with the studios pushing back movies again. The issue is that theaters need to open, and studios like Warner Brothers guaranteed that there would be support they would support them with new movies. Again, it was very much the uh, chicken and the egg. It's like, theaters need to be open first before studios put out new movies. Fine. They finally did. And in most spots where they could, obviously New York, California, uh, domestically at least, no. But then since the numbers were not what they wanted, uh, everything's been pushed back. Uh, see, looking at schedule, the steady release of movies does not start now until right now... Black Widow in early November, but assuming Disney pushes it back, then Thanksgiving. That is almost two months where only a handful of new movies will actually come out, like Death on the Nile. This, along with poor numbers for Tenant at least domestically, means the theaters are operating at a loss. At least with them being shut down, the only cost they had to worry about was the rent, and they could always try and negotiate that because, you know, it's a pandemic. But now, rent is expected, since they're using the building, they're using the equipment. You can't be like, well, you know, we're finally open for business, you know, under limited conditions, but, uh, no, we still can't pay for it. And, but not only that, except now that they're open, you have to pay for staff, supplies, food, and now PPE equipment. And you're getting, what, 20, 30, 40 people per day at most? Personally, I'm not happy with studios here, like Warner Brothers. You can't be asking and pushing for theaters to open, not like what you see, and then pull your movies. Like, what numbers did you expect? I mean, shit, man, like, the, the, the audience reception attendant makes me start to question if this would even make $500 million if there wasn't a pandemic. And look, I, I, I get the studio's point of view. You want to make the most money. You want to make the most money you can. You put, you know, you put money, time, and you invest it in these movies. But you do understand, like, there's a pandemic. Like, 
There is, and people are going to be nervous about coming out. And like, who knows? Maybe they see the eight hundred, and they're like, "We want that." Cool. That's China, where they got their shit together faster than, say, America has. Like, Americans are still hesitant to go to the theaters. Two of the biggest markets that we couldn't stop hearing about from, you know, reports on how Warner Brothers needed New York and California open. Well, they're still not really open. And, you know, Universal pushed back some of their movies, but we'll talk about Universal in a few minutes. And they pushed back Wonder Woman, and it's like, Wonder Woman had basically all of October to itself. Could have easily made... 100 million, maybe 150 million domestic. Now, that's a far cry from the 400 million domestic uh, the first one made. But again, like if they're still expecting Wonder Woman to make a billion, I don't know what to tell them. Wait till next summer? Anyway, let's talk about a movie that actually got moved up, which is The Croods 2. Now moved to a Thanksgiving release up from a Christmas release. Now let's talk about why Universal of all studios is pushing this movie. Well, there are a few reasons. First is that the rumors, if the rumors are true, Soul may be pushed back or go to Disney Plus as a premier access movie. If either one of those happen, this would mean less direct competition. However, I think the real idea is to test out the deal with AMC. Looking at the calendar, Universal can run this movie for three weeks in theaters, since the minimum before pulling it is 17 days. Then you pull it, you put it over on premium VOD for the Christmas New Year period. This means they get to double dip as people who want to see a movie in theaters go in November, and people who are still waiting a while longer can watch it the following month. AMC would be happy with this because they get a new movie actually playing in theaters, and remember, for the premium VOD sales at least, they get a small cut of the profits. So they still make some money, even if it gets pulled in early mid-December. For Universal, another benefit is that this is a sequel to a DreamWorks movie uh, no one really cares about since it's like 7 years old. So if it underperforms, well, you can just chalk it up to the coronavirus. This is a win-win-win for everyone except Regal and Cinemark. If this leaves about three weeks after it comes out, I don't really think that honors the theatrical window, so they wouldn't play it. And they haven't made a deal yet with Universal about doing what AMC's doing. Uh, but if I had to guess, I would say they would hear it. You know, these are unusual circumstances, obviously, with the pandemic. The studios are now just fully jerking them around, you know, uh, flaunting movies right in front of them and then pulling it or put you know putting on VOD pushing it back so they're probably like you know fuck it we'll air the movie for three four weeks if we can and then be done with it and look this is especially if Disney pushes it back Soul and Black Widow who knows maybe they'll have Regal and Cinemark maybe they'll just shut down temporarily and save some money and it might be a bit early to talk about Oscar contenders but it looks like we have our first one on the radar and that is Nomadland the movie directed by Chloe Zhao and starring Frances McDormand has now won not only the Golden Lion at the Venice Film Festival, but the People's Choice Award at the Toronto Film Festival. This makes it a near luck to at least get a Best Picture nominee, especially last year's Golden Lion winner was Joker, and for the People's Choice Award it was Jojo Rabbit. I'm definitely looking forward to this movie uh, with all the great reviews around it, and if you become a a fan of Zhao's work afterward, you should not have to wait long for her next movie, which is Marvel's Eternals. Whenever that comes out, February, May, sometime in 2021. Alright, we kick off VOD Premium with Viacom CBS unveiling more details on their streaming service for 2021. CBS All Access will be turned into Paramount+. Plus. 
Right now, details as for what it will include is CBS All Access content, as well as shows from their networks, including MTV, Nickelodeon, Comedy Central, BET, and movies from Paramount Studios itself. Along with this, they will also be offering live TV via the CBS local affiliates, and this would include live sports. Also, what is a streaming service without some exclusive content? The company announced a few with a reboot of The Game, a drama about the filming of The Godfather called The Offer, and a CIA drama series from Taylor Sheridan, who was moving up in the ranks in Paramount thanks to his hit TV show, Yellowstone. No details on exact price and release date, just early 2021. From what I've seen so far, I think it's about as good as it can be. Uh, the issue here is they have no massive IP that is popular now. Uh, the only thing being closed is uh, Spongebob. For Paramount, I really just view it now as the Times Cruise Studio, really. And I think most people do as well. Right now, they are making all the right moves. They just need to convince people that it should be a part of their streaming rotation. One thing I noticed is nothing about Showtime content being added, which is a shame as that would make the service even better. I assume there has to be some contract issues with that. Finally, in news that should have been months old at this point, Warner Media is finally moving all of the DC TV shows from the DC Universe to HBO Max. Along with this, Harley Quinn animated series got renewed for season three. For what becomes of DC Universe, in January, it will be renamed DC Universe Infinite and focus on DC Comics, and later in 2021, it will start to be released in other countries. This should have been done before HBO Max even launched, but better late than never, I guess. Hopefully for AT&T, these changes over time will be worth it, and their numbers actually start to go up. And that'll be it for this week's episode of Box Office Receipts. Question for the week is, do you think studios should be supporting theaters more with movies now that they have reopened where they can? Let me know on Facebook. Link to the page is in the show notes. Thank you for listening, and see you next week.